0: hello and welcome to this week's episode of cinematic adventures where jackie came up with a perfect plan i'm daniel i'm jp jackie i i love this plan because everyone's like we're going to review movies and t- talk about what went wrong or what we loved. But now we put the cards on table. We figured out what exactly we do with our favorite properties. Mm-hmm. We're going re- to be rewriting Star Wars and Harry Potter over the next couple of weeks. And I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is it you're so excited, Daniel? Because if nothing else, I'm a Harry Potter fan. And also hate jk rowling's twitter both those things okay so let's start out with why you hate her twitter so much okay so um i I think it's called it's not signal boosting signal boosting is when you do the other thing but she's just pretending that she gives a shit now she's like no my my books have always been uh inclusive of everyone i mean just look at this random person i found that had like was mentioned once he's jewish i'm like fuck you he, he's not even a character <laughs> go to hell uh she started off by saying dumbledore was gay and i'm like great the 175 year old man is the gay one awesome and Did that was really never 175 years old i think he's he's over 100 oh wow he's okay. 107 i think wow yeah um What's up there hmm Um, wizards are like you don't need to be immortal and I'm like yeah but like being 107 and still able to take on Voldemort would be pretty cool so yeah so Mm -hmm. after that I just was like oh
1: okay so we have a similar phenomenon in Star Wars where there's a lot of retcons going on outside of the source material which I know it's different like the source material for you initially is the books and then you have the movie. So Star Wars is the reverse. The source material of the movies are the movies themselves. Um, for example, we just got a retcon this weekend saying that Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker was a clone. To me, what does that change? Dickie McGee's it's, the, it's It doesn't make the movie any better or any worse because they didn't bother to say it in the movie. So yeah. I don't need to hear a tweet from fucking Ryan Johnson or J.J. Abrams about, no, 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 no this is the situation. I didn't put it in the movie or make it obvious in any way at all. But there you go. This is why the movie is better than you thought. No, it's not. It still stands alone. I saw the movie and my opinion of it doesn't change. You can't retcon shit. I have a feeling that that's why. That is like,
0: exactly what J.K. Rowling doing. Like that exact thing, except that she's like, except that she, she doesn't care. She's just like, she just cares about her image more than she cares about Harry Potter which just makes her...
1: For her, it's more woke signaling.
0: Yes, it's, it's totally that. And I'm like, okay. if you want to add new characters that are uh, gay or not white, then do that in the Fantastic Beasts movies that you're now making. Don't pretend that Hermione was black the entire time because she fucking wasn't. You moron.
1: Okay, for the Hermione thing... I don't think that she was I don't think she wrote her as black, but everybody that i've heard that said it said that there's no
0: she doesn't specify a race at all she does um, With it Hermione? Was in, yeah, it was in uh, prison of azkaban and this I know this because as soon as she tweeted that she never said that Hermione was uh white uh someone- t- uh tweeted uh a bunch of screenshots that where she said that, and also she agreed to cast Emma Watson so like both those things and. To be uh, to be fair, you got The Fucking Cursed Child, a movie, uh, a play that uh, everyone says the script is bad, which it is, but everyone who saw the play is like, it's good, and no one gives a fuck of, that the actress playing Hermione uh, is black now. No one cares, unless they're racist, and you shouldn't want to, like, care about what they think. Just just say that, that she's doing a good job. No one cares. And that's the thing about her Twitter. No one gives a fuck about... Most of this stuff. She's been explaining Harry Potter to obsessed fans for like a for like twenty years now. Who cares? No one no one cares. No one wants to know about your fucking toilets. Why the fuck would you say that? Okay, so so she had a thing on Twitter, because that's where hell is where she's (laughs) where she she said that, that plumbing didn't come to uh Hogwarts for like years. And I'm like, one, gross. Two don't care doesn't change anything. In fact, makes it worse. <laughs> Make, makes it slight, slightly worse. <laughs> so when I when I'm doing exactly. when I do my rewrite, I'm gonna be like, as soon as the last movie came out, they're like, forget Jake Roll. She's gone mental. You do it. You're from the
1: future. Okay. So speaking of your rewrite, because I don't think we've explicitly said it, this is your rewrite for—is it the entire Harry Potter series
0: or okay. just for? The prequels. So, so what's happening is that the Deathly Hallows came out and as soon as the Deathly Hallows came out Warner Brothers came to me because I'm clever and from the future um, <laughs> uh, and said hey we need your help. J.K. Rowling has gone nuts or at least will be going nuts. Uh, what will you do with it? So everything so like the books happened and then the movies happened and then after that after she re- released uh, Tales of Beagle the Bard after that book came out then I have control of Harry Potter.
1: Okay, so you're,
0: re- you're, this is your version of just the movies post
1: Deathly Hallows.
0: It's everything that has happened. So The Cursed Child, the movies, uh, any books that were released, Pottermore, um, which is her website, and The Theme Park. This is everything that's happened to Harry Potter. Oh, so you're going Scorched Earth. It's all yeah. a Harry Potter world. Yeah, Scorched Earth. Uh, okay. As soon as the last, uh, as soon as, Tells the of Bad came out after Deathly Hallows, because that's the uh, children's book that uh, Ron and Hermione were reading in Deathly Hallows that talked about the Deathly Hallows. So that book came out after the movie, or the book. There's I don't a remember. the children's book about Deathly Hallows? Yeah, it's a, it's a wizarding children's book, and uh, that Ron was like, yeah, I, I know that story because I'm a wizard kid. And, uh, like, we won't mention it much in the movie because Ron doesn't have a character in the movie, aside from Harry's friend that eats and tells jokes. And I'm like, "Uh." Yeah, okay. And I would rewrite the movies and be happy to, but, like, I don't care. Okay, so where are we starting with this? So um, it's after Deathly Hallows. Deathly Hallows has come out. Uh, The movie Deathly Hallows Part two has come out, and the Warner Brothers has been like, hey, you're from the future. Help. (laughs) And the first thing yeah. I would do is I'd be like, okay, first of all, uh, we're gonna call it, you're gonna have the website and you're gonna call it Pottermore. But I'm thinking that we should like spread it out more. So, and they named it Wizarding, uh, Wizarding World uh, now after uh, Crimes of came out. So just name it Wizarding World from the start. And then JK Rowling can be like, hey, I got this idea to put on the website. And then there'll be an approval process. Then as soon as the approval process is on, then it gets published. And also we're going to make it so that we state that anything in the books is canon and everything, uh, outside of it is legends. So
1: you're having like a star Wars situation where there's yeah. canon and legends.
0: Yeah. So, um, anything in the book is legends. The book movies are adaptations. Anything in the book is canon and the movies are adaptions of canon, but they're not canon because that's how the movies work. Uh, and then everything else we'll pick and choose. Okay. So, I'm thinking that um, we should have a website, which is like a streaming service, kind of like Netflix, but for Warner Brothers. And then you're going to have like a DC section, the Warner Brothers section, and a Harry Potter section.
1: So, Warner Brothers version of Disney Plus.
0: Yes, Warner Brothers version of Disney Plus. Warner Brothers Plus. Okay. I think they're going to have HBO Max, but like, do that, but like earlier. Okay. So, like, some of these movies will come out in cinemas, but like there's going to be a TV show, which is uh, an animated TV show, uh, which is a, going to be a reboot of Harry Potter. That's one of the things I'm going to make is a reboot version of Harry Potter because you, you just can't get these books into like two hours. So you make it like 10 episodes and then you can like, you, then you go through the book and you cover each one, uh, each chapter over the course of an episode. And then you can combine chapters if, and skip over stuff if not much happens, like in Order of the Phoenix, the book. That's really fucking long. So you can just have, like, the majority, like, 100 or so pages in one 20-minute episode because that's how much Umbridge is just... It's just Harry versus Umbridge throughout the entire movie so, and the entire book. And it's a really good adaptation because not much happens in Order of the Phoenix. It's the one where Harry waits and then he fights Voldemort. In the uh, Ministry of Magic, and then there's a there's the best fight of all time in the entire series uh, at the end. So, that, so why are you re- why are you doing it as so you're keeping the movies as
1: they are, but then you're doing you're rebooting it into episodes
0: yeah. as well, like The Mandalorian. Uh, you, I'm just gonna do a reboot of Harry Potter where it's like we we did the movies. They weren't good adaptations of the books, but they were good movies, except for two of them. And mm-hmm. then, um, so now it's now we we're going to have an animated series, which can be a more accurate adaptation of Harry Potter, which is what oh, so wanted. you want it to be like the Clone Wars? Yeah, like the Clone Wars.
1: Okay. Yeah, I've never seen Clone Wars, and I have no frame of reference for that.
0: that nope. you. nope. But okay. I assume that it's an animated series that takes place inside the Star Wars universe. You know? it takes place
1: in between episodes two and three but it's actually
0: probably some of the best star wars has to offer yeah do that but with harry potter and wizards and (laughs) and since um since the it's going to be animated you don't have to do dumb shit like not have dobby in it dobby's the house elf and they didn't have him in the majority of the movies because he's super expensive to make but if the entire thing's animated then who cares you can have him be a real character I remember him
1: in one of the movies. And the main thing that I remember is he got a sock and he was like, I'm
0: free. <laughs> that's yep. pretty much all I remember. That's pretty much all of his character in the movies. In the movies, that's all of his character. But in, in the books, he keeps popping up. He got a he got a job working at Hogwarts because Hogwarts was the only place that would hire him because he's an elf. And it's like, cool, man, you're wearing like seven hats. You have fucking odd socks because why would you waste Time matching socks when you can have two of them. You're adorable. You're like a puppy. But oh man, the Wizarding World is capitalist too. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, it's a piece of shit to live in. The entire the entire government is corrupt. They they let basically Nazis off twice if they have information for them. The the government is a piece of shit. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. In the it's great because in the first like two books. You you like wizarding world woo the magic and shit yeah I'm, I'm like <laughs> nine it's great right and then in the third book you're like oh it's slightly darker and then in the fourth fifth sixth and seventh books you're like oh it's it's really terrible to live here cool yeah why though why did she I mean it's a, it's
1: literally magic you can have anything happen why would you make it realistic like that.
0: To be interesting, because if it wasn't interesting, then who who would care? Because because if it was just like we were going to magic school, going to do this stuff, then like I would stop caring after the second book. Really? Yeah, because so what, again, the, like it's, b- because it,
1: then, I think that's the main difference between us. Because like again, with me, I go to entertainment to escape the shitty reality of life, and so I like
0: to point out that the shitty reality of life involves an uh, an evil wizard and you got basically the fantasy uh, in the in the final few books is that Dumbledore basically your headmaster is also the the your uh is also really taking care of you and is like the actually most powerful person in the world he is and then you have all your friends and it's all about how love conquers all and shit it's a the, the fantasy goes from, "We we're going to Hogwarts, we're going to do this stuff, to the magic that's important is love, and, with, and if you have uh, friends and uh, family, then you can conquer actual evil, and then murder uh. them with a stick. <laughs> okay, so you probably love that. I absolutely hate that. I mean, look at Star Wars. They, they are basically space wizards, with fam- with daddy yes, issues. But there's no message of love conquers all. As a
1: matter of fact, in Star Wars, it's quite the opposite. Um, in Star Wars, if you fall in love and find attachments, you fall to the dark side. So it does not boil down to love saves everything. Like if you if your friends and family love you, you can win. No, if you have passion on your side, you're going to
0: lose. <laughs> that's the message of Star Wars. It sounds way more I cynical than I
1: viewpoints.
0: Oh, Anyway, I love that like,
1: okay, a, a, a little flashback to uh to Star Wars. Remember, what was the one catalyst for for Anakin turning to the dark side?
0: That was really dumb. It was still dumb. Why would you have love be the catalyst to evil? That's stupid. That's exactly my point. It doesn't <sighs> now don't get me wrong,
1: I don't think they did that well. But I hate that just like with Interstellar
0: and with inception no but all like these, uh, but, huh? but it's not just that love conquers all but harry has to earn it because dumbledore is like uh so harry's the chosen one right and he's prophesized to defeat Voldemort and then dumbledore says do you know how many fucking prophecies don't come true because like people don't go through it because they just assume that the prophecies will come true the fact that he's the chosen one and harry still has to earn being the chosen one is what matters, okay. and, and that's another thing. You absolutely hate chosen one narratives, but you love Harry Potter. Yeah, because because in the, because he was the chosen one for like five minutes, and then Dumbledore's like, "If you weren't the chosen one, would you still help?" And he's like, "Yeah, he killed my family. Uh, he's hurting my friends. It's a piece of shit. He's he's terrible. Of course, I'd still help." And he's like, "That's why you're the chosen one. You're the chosen one because you'll help anyway."
1: yeah, that to me. He just basically created the uh, the prophecy he was
0: chosen one. yeah, it, they basically he basically she uh, created the prophecy and then was like, I need to make it so the rest of the story matters.
1: right. Like I said, it sounds like excuses as to why, yes, this is a chosen one prophecy, but still like it anyway. I mean,
0: okay, I will because it's really <laughs> well written. You sh- uh, in Order of the Phoenix, it shows Harry's leadership skills. And if there wasn't a, pro- a prophecy, I still believe that he could have defeated Voldemort. And the way that she goes about getting Harry to defeat Voldemort, actually defeat Voldemort, uh, is really, really stupid. And and if he... Like, it would have been better if he just died and then Neville would have defeated him afterwards. That way, like, he would... Like, like the reason... uh, uh I mean, this is the perfect place to get into this, but the fact that sh- that he was the chosen one, really dumb, but it really <laughs> sets up, it sets up everything because uh, Voldemort was like, okay, so we got a half, we got this kid born in the end of July, got all this stuff, thanks for that Snape, you fucking traitor. Um, so it's either going to be Neville or it's going to be Harry, I guess. I, d- I can't remember how he figured that out, but he decided on Harry because Harry's mother was Muggle-born, which makes Harry half-blood. Because Wizarding world is bad at math, <laughs> so so he de- so Voldemort decides that uh, it would be Harry. So he goes to defeat Harry, and then Lily's like, "Hey, don't kill him." But Snape, Wait. but Snape said, um, "Can you spare Lily?" And he's like, "I mean, I guess. For, I don't care. For, uh, uh, can I still kill the kid?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." Because snakes an Wait, asshole. hold on. How would Harry be a half-blood? Wouldn't he just be like
1: a quarter-blood? Because his mom and dad were both wizards, but his mom was a half-blood. Or half-blood.
0: Yeah, so his mother was muggle-born, right? So either he's pure-blood or, like, he's pure-blood. And I, I took me about, nine, about an, a year to find someone to tell me how that works, and they basically boiled down to blood status is stupid because the government sucks. The government decides on your, on your blood status. And essentially, it's like, if your parents are um, uh, muggles, then you're muggle-born. But if your parents were a witch and wizard, and then your grandparents were, uh, and then your grandparents, one of your grandparents was muggle-borns, then you'd be half-blood. It's really dumb. I can't emphasize okay, enough how dumb blood status again. is based on, uh, but it's all done by death eaters and dumbasses. Why is there a caste system in the wizarding world? A what? Caste system. Um, because the government is corrupt and they hate muggles. Oh. Uh, it's it's all really stupid. I can't emphasize enough how stupid it is. And it's not stupid in the story because but like the government is basically racist, so they have to excuse themselves by ex- by explaining that blood status matters. Like the Malfoys mm-hmm. didn't just become um blood purists because voldemort was there they were they were blood purists for a thousand years so they were just always terrible people yeah okay so yeah that's a whole thing it's it's a it's time Mm -hmm. man so (laughs) so you got uh so the first thing i'd do is the animated series that's a reboot of harry potter and then Mm -hmm. i'd have i'd have daniel radcliffe play james potter because a i want him in this and b i don't want him to be fully in this so just a few cameos, and then he can go back and do uh, interesting stuff. Like Susami wait, why Man. wouldn't
1: he play Harry?
0: He is Harry. Yeah, but he's like older now, and he's going to be starting as an eleven-year-old. Hmm. So uh, so and uh, Harry is said to be like exactly like James Potter, except for the uh, Dursley. But he looks and sounds exactly like James Potter, except for his eyes, which he has his mother's eyes. So you have James Potter in this for like five scenes and then uh throughout the series and so you can have uh, i want daniel Radcliffe to play james potter because that'd be fun okay uh let's go to the play the play's dumb the play's really dumb have you read it you haven't it's too stupid apparently it's really good to watch but like the script is really really dumb okay so to
1: be fair i have not read a single harry potter book or seen a play or anything i've seen all of the movies Exactly one time each, with the exception of the first one, which I rewatched for our first episode, and I have
0: largely completely forgotten about everything Harry bought. Oh, cool! It's a good thing I'm here. So, <laughs> here's here's what the cursed child is about. So, um, you have uh, Harry's kids are going to Hogwarts. And because Ginny didn't name any of their kids, she had no say in it whatsoever. His kids are named after, like, people that Harry knew. Not even good people. One of his kids is named after Severus because of one thing he did, except for, like, years of child abuse. Like, fuck that. Name him after why? Lupin. What are you doing? Dumbass. Why,
1: why did she not have
0: any say in it? And why did he choose terrible names? Oh, um, because... Anyway, so... Okay, there it. is no reason man Jackie Rowling is like I want this to be thematically appropriate but she's like I want him to like have connections to all his teachers and his dad and whatever and I'm like yeah that's cool but like what about what about Ginny she's the other person in this relationship I know the movies forgot to give her a character but you didn't give her fucking naming rights to like two of them why isn't the daughter named Molly Molly's uh Jeannie's mother's name name her that or alternatively figure. don't keep naming them after people that you know Harry wasn't I think I mean, there's also that anyway it's dumb the cursed child is really stupid because it's fan fiction and it's lame fan fiction uh it's like I've read fan fiction that's like that's good none would make good movies but I've read good fan fiction and this sucks it breaks canon, it's all about time travel, so none of it matters. Also, that's not how time travel works in Harry Potter. So the time travel is like, they go back in time and then they create alternate timelines and they have to do dumb shit. And then they are like, oh, if we had, if we had not been idiots at the start of this play, the entire play wouldn't have had to happen, whoops. Also, apparently Voldemort and Bellatrix have a kid now, gross. Have you seen Voldemort? He looks like a snake. Like no, I don't. Um, want to, I don't want to think about him having sex. Okay. It's like if the emperor had a kid. Ugh. Oh, you mean Ray's father? Yep. yep. I can't believe that both of our fucking franchises have a, a scene of a character that's related to the bad guy, uh, to the big bad guy, and we both have to think about them having sex. It's not good. <laughs> to be
1: fair i just kind of wrote it off and never gave it a second thought other people have been greatly disturbed about the fact that palpatine had to have sex and i was just like nope these movies don't exist to me (laughs) just they're out of my mind yeah so no one thinks the cursed child is canon what that did you hear that sound
0: that was the sound of many people going screw her and like (laughs) yep That exact thing. So J.K. Rowling is like, hey, so I know that this goes against canon and I destroyed all the time turners. Because basically in the third book, uh, J.K. Rowling gave Hermione a time machine. And then in the fifth book, she's like, I need to destroy all these fucking time machines. Because if I don't, everyone's going to be like, you're in a war. Why aren't you using time travel? It's a good point. Everyone else, I assume, let's destroy them. So (laughs) she blew them up. And I'm like, I respect that. You're like, fuck this fuck time travel and fuck the biggest regret i I hate it so bad and i'm glad that she blew up (laughs) okay so what's your
1: what's your actual pitch for so you so far you have a cartoon that um redoes the or not redoes but well yeah reboots the book so you get more in depth yeah and then you're gonna redo the play what are you gonna have happen in the play so,
0: the play is going to be. Do you. Okay, so you don't know this. I, I keep saying, do you know? You oh. don't. So, on, um, no. on Wizarding World, the Wizarding World website, there's a, there's a great story about uh, how they got the Hogwarts Express, which is their train, and they nicked it. They stole it. They stole the train. That's fucking rad. Do that. I want to see a heist. I want to see a heist. Do the play as, as a bunch of wizards stealing a train. To get the Hogwarts Express, because they had to do it like through like magical teleportation, and and everyone got sick, and no one, and there was like a week long time of like everyone just being terrible. So they're like, we need a better way to transport kids. Let's get a train, I guess. How do you make a train? I don't fucking know. Let's steal one. So they stole one. They stole the Hogwarts Express. Do that. as the play. Have you right So the entire train, like the train that Harry
1: gets on in the very first movie that was, the way they got that was by stealing
0: it yeah they nicked it they used the biggest no. memory charm ever and so all of the muggles were like did did we have a train because we had a train did we have a train huh oh, do well. they have engineers or is it run exclusively by magic i i assume magic they have repairing charms they have the charm repairer so i assume that that's just been doing the thing been keeping it running for like the past like hundred years or whatever so how did they get there before the train? Um, I, there was uh, teleportation. There was apparition, which is teleportation. There was also that got you to Hogsmeade because you can't teleport within Hogwarts because then the movie would be over. <laughs> it's actually it's actually a logical security system. But like, if you could teleport within Hogwarts, Harry would be dead, like a hundred percent. Just just quick stab. So. <laughs> You have, okay. so you have, um, everyone's teleporting to like the uh, would teleport to Hogsmeade, which is the uh the wizard village just outside Hogwarts, and then we'll just uh go to Hogwarts directly. And like it was unreliable because everyone got either sick or they missed porkies, uh, which are uh other ways to teleport people that are underage. It was just a hassle, so they're like, we need a better system, so let's nick a train. Okay, so I have another question. Okay. Um, what, are there, there? so it, like you said, there's
1: Hogsmeade, right? Which is like a little town for yeah. um, Harry Potter, for magical people. Are there people who don't interact with the real world? They're just in the magical town. They don't ever
0: go okay. to the real world. Anymore. Yeah, so, there, there, there are tons of blood purists that are like, we, we, we don't care about muggles at all. Fuck those guys. They can't even do magic. They have to tie their own okay, shoes. so then how... How, like, where is Harry
1: Potter-verse? Like, is it on a different plane? Is it another dimension? Is it Um, on Earth? Where
0: does it exist? It's on Earth, and they use spells to hide, basically, sections of the planet from Muggles. And the wizarding population... How does that work? Um, magic. There's a scene in Order of the Phoenix where you have the Black family house, and... Uh, it's hidden from muggles, so you have these two apartment buildings that were built there, and then um, it, and then they've revealed that actually it's not the apartment buildings aren't like close together; they're actually very separate. And you see like them splitting apart, and you have the the night bus, uh, which does which isn't seen by muggles. So like magic mainly. Okay, um, so because I was wondering I was that because like, I was like, like here's the sections, thing, like that muggles can't live in because it's desert. And so they're like, well, we'll just live there. We have magic. Who cares?
1: Yeah, I was wondering that because, like, think about it. Like, with modern technology, there isn't a place on Earth that people haven't mapped out. So
0: where are these magical places that we can't see? We just can't see them because there's muggle-repelling charms and uh, charms to make invisible. For example, if you were a muggle and you saw... Uh, an image of Hogwarts you'd see uh, old ruins with a sign that says uh, keep out danger and then if you decide to to further in there you'd suddenly remember that like you had something very important that you had to do and then leave. Uh, See I was just about to ask that
1: question because I'm like that stops no one. Yeah as soon as I said that uh, there
0: was a keep out sign, I'm like Uh, I had to think of the other thing. So the other thing is that like the muggle repelling charm repels muggles. So if you're a muggle, then you uh, suddenly think, oh, I need to do something, literally anything else. <laughs> okay,
1: so there's actually a physical space there, but it fucks with muggle minds, so that yeah. you think it's something that it's not. Yeah. I always wonder that, because I'm like, is not it on a different dimension or another plane? Like, How do they exist within their world and our world? Because I saw The Crimes of Grindelwald and I'm like, because they're, they're constantly, like, they'll go into a real bank, and the next thing you know, they're in a magic bank. And I'm like, wait, the fuck? Like, so, how, um, does,
0: that, do you how know, does that even work? Do you know how they get to Platform 9 and 3 Quarters? Yeah, they go through a wall. Yeah, so I always thought that the platform was inside the wall. Mm-hmm. I th- I thought that. That's what it looks like. Um. Apparently, it's teleporting. But, like, you can have... So they basically teleport to the to the actual platform, but, but see, that
1: makes less sense
0: to me. Yeah, because like okay, so again, going back to
1: Crimes of Grindelwald, you know how he had that briefcase that like inside of it was like this whole magical world. Yeah, that to me makes more sense. That which is what I thought was going on with Hogwarts. Like the whole thing was inside this pillar, but it's just magical expansion so that nobody can see it.
0: That makes a more lot sense of to the me. magical world and is in the the. Uh, Uses undetectable expansion charm, uh, so that wizards can hide. But wizards right. don't.
1: Right, and see to me, like stick with don't that. Like hiding. Don't say that, like don't switch to its teleportation now, because now my brain immediately goes teleportation to where? Like, what plane does this exist on? If I mean, teleport to another The thing
0: about him, the thing about them teleporting instead of the platform being in the wall was on Pottermore. So, like, fuck it, let's change it. Because I cause I always thought that it was in the wall, because that makes more sense. Because Exactly. Because then you'd that's have to like... That's what I
1: like, thought the whole time until you like, started saying this, and that's why I was like, wait a minute, like I thought...
0: Again, it's Podimor, thought it was, It's more yeah. facts, right? So like, she's got to be like, I got to explain all this stuff, and I'm like, you really don't. You don't need to explain Well, the funny thing is her explanation just
1: makes it make less
0: sense. Yeah. Y- yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. That exact thing. <laughs> That's, that's the entire problem with everything she's written on her Twitter and like some of the stuff on Pottermore. Some of the stuff on Pottermore is great and some of it doesn't make sense at all. Okay. Anyway. All right, so you're going to do the train heist? Yeah, I'm going to do the train heist for the play. Train heist for the play sounds like fun. It sounds like something that we can do. Uh, it would be neat. Uh, after that, we have stuff. We can do Fantastic Beasts and to Find Them, but instead of it being about Newt Scamander and fucking Grindelwald don't have order in it. Just make it Pokemon. You've seen Detective Pikachu, I think maybe. I don't know. Nope. Okay, cool. So Detective Pikachu, it's Pokemon. Do Pokemon. Just do Pokemon. Who cares? You Have them go to like exotic locations that we've never seen. I I'm going to these movies to experience the wizarding world. I don't want to be in fucking London. Have you seen London? It's <laughs> shitty. It's full of muggles and like it smells bad. See, that's
1: know? exactly what I just said when I said for me, movies are an escape. That's the same thing you want. That's why you're attracted to wizards yeah magic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you go to, I want to go to Diagon Alley and nocturnale Alley, which is like Diagon Alley, but scary and full of creepy people. They'll, like sort of touch Harry and like, stop that. It's gross. <laughs> anyway, Nocturne Alley, Evil Diagon Alley. Like, it's great. Like to me, magic
1: has the, it's, it's perfect for escapism because until you, unless you, you know, detail explain something in pottermore or what have you uh-huh. it just you're you're because reasons is magic i love
0: because That's reasons explanation who gives a fuck if it's good like because reasons exactly. there's a there's a spell that spells muggles so we can literally have it anywhere look at this place that you've never seen this is actually like five feet away from like london but it looks completely different i'd like that right if it turns out that there was a forest like in between a house and whatever, and then you have, like, the borough, but it's, like, in between, like, two houses, but, like, this entire thing just expands out. That crap! Do that! Constantly! For all of them! That's the danger of having
1: a hidden world, or, like, a magical world, that is so closely tied to the real world. Because then you're like, how is it that in all of time, no one has seen it, and you know believably explain like no this is real you know so um so yeah interesting okay so um is there are there any details you want to include about the train thing or you, you just want to be like that's that's it in life? I,
0: I want to tell you uh about this one thing which as soon as i read it, i'm like fuck this book um apparently the <laughs> old lady that pushes the card along is actually secretly like a spirit that protects the train and has been there for like hundreds of years i'm like that's dumb. the dumbest thing I've ever read uh, up until like later in the play when it turns out that Voldemort had a kid. I'm like, no, no. So like there's an evil spirit and then she throws pumpkin pasties and they explode. And I'm like, I've read fan fiction like this. I read half of the fan fiction like this and I stopped reading because I thought it was stupid. You never know. Sometimes fan fiction gets turned into
1: a three book deal that also turns into a three picture.
0: I mean, Yeah. Apparently, the play is actually really good to watch. So, like, do that production value and get all those actors in. Because, like, I like all those actors, I assume. I don't know. I haven't seen the play. <laughs> and then... So, but you can have all those actors, like, in this new one with the, the with the fucking heist. And they can be playing different characters because, like, it was 100 years ago, whatever. I don't know what okay, it was. Okay, cool. It was... When did we have Steam trains? Steam trains? Yeah. Um, Like, when they first came out? Yeah. Or... Oh. Um, i don't know a couple months ago yeah so it's fine it's the early 1900s or whatever or late 1800s who gives a fuck they've had the steam trade for a while now okay um so, so what's your next uh your next fan fiction so um i'd also uh like to see a series on the founders and you can either make that like a trilogy or like a four season thing where you focus on one of the founders and It's part of their arc or whatever. And then, so the founders of Hogwarts is uh, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Slytherin, and Ravenclaw. And Slytherin is like, hey, you see all these muggles that are burning witches alive. I'm not going to teach their fucking kids magic if it turns out that they are magic. No, we can let them burn each other. Who gives a fuck? We're wizards, protect our own. And I'm like, yeah, Slytherin, I get it. And so you can have him either be like a full... Uh, a fallen hero or you can have him be like always clashing with Gryffindor and so that because Slytherin and Gryffindor were best friends but Gryffindor wanted to um, wanted to teach Muggleborns and Slytherin was like did you see how they were trying to burn us I mean they suck at it because they haven't got magic so they're just sort of burning (laughs) each other but like I'm not teaching the dumb kids See to
1: me, this should have been, and, and I don't know where she came up with the inspiration for Fantastic Beasts, but to me that would have been the obvious like uh, prequel. I mean, is, yes, because you have this school that's based on these four houses, and if each house has a founder, meaning like there's one person who came together, that would be the obvious prequel. Uh-huh. That it's that to show great. The four, you know, who those
0: four people were and how they created the house. Uh, it, it's the same problem that the hobbit has where it's not a prequel to lord of the rings it's just lord of the rings again she's just doing harry potter again but worse and shitty because she has no experience writing screenplays
1: <laughs> yeah so that to me like this i'm I'm actually behind this idea to me that's a far more logical next step because like you said you can do four you can do five movies actually the first four movies would be about each individual founder and then the fifth movie
0: would be what brings them together to create the school. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. That. I love that idea. And plus you can have like uh, cameos from other people. Like um, there's the gray lady and uh, the ghost of um, the Slytherin ghost, the bloody Baron. And then you have, you can have those two in there as well, because the gray lady is uh, Rowena Ravenclaw's daughter or granddaughter. Either way, you can have her in the story. And then she got murdered by the Bloody Baron. And then he committed suicide because of the guilt that he was feeling. And I'm like, that's mm. disturbing. I love it. Uh, what are the movies going to do? Oh, ruin it. Cool. <laughs> but you can have that as part of Ravenclaw's season. Uh, it, it would be great. You have them come together, building the school. And then they slowly drift apart. It's like Game of Thrones, but like doesn't end shitty. Well, to me, like,
1: okay, I hate to do it, but I'm going to do it Do it. Um, to bring it back to Star Wars again. Um, so in Star Wars there, so you have, again, the, the canon is the, the films themselves, right? Right. But then um, before Disney bought Star Wars, there were all these books and video games and through that. And of course, all of this is technically fan fiction, but Lucas was like, okay, as long as you don't fuck with the story too much, I'll let you know, I'll let you go ahead and call it Star Wars. Um, And the best of all of this is Knights of the Old Republic, which takes place hundreds of years before the the Star Wars series that we have seen, you know, before, um, I don't want to say the Battle of Yavin, but um, the the main Star Wars story. And it has, like, you get your best, honestly, some of the best stories, because you have, like, um, you have... Darth Bane, who's the one who created the Rule of Two, and like not to go into too long with it, but but um you have like really good and you know like Darth Revan, who's my favorite. Um he started as a Jedi, became a Sith, then came back to being Jedi, and he's the first time you actually see like with Darth Vader, yeah he started as a Jedi, he became Sith, but then he denounced being a Sith and then immediately died. Revan denounces being a Sith and then lives for a long time, and we get to see what that looks like um and so that is like an interesting story so to me when disney bought it the the actual play that would have been the best don't do seven eight nine go back and do knights of the republic because then you don't have anybody saying you're burning canon because it doesn't actually touch canon because all of these
0: were legends yeah so the marauders uh founded hogwarts like a thousand years ago from chamber of secrets like they're like a thousand years ago this bullshit happened and now we have hogwarts i'm like cool do that because, like, exactly. like years ago, you don't have Harry Potter, Dumbledore, or Voldemort, and they're the only ones that these movies care about, and so you can do that. And it, then you have the, the uh, that, and then you can show, like, the gaunts that are related to Slytherin and then Voldemort. Yeah, see, in my opinion, if you... The, the way that they went wrong, like you said, is by...
1: With both Star Wars and with that, is... They tried to take something that already had its own canon, already had its own storyline, and they're like, "Okay, now we're gonna fuck with that by continuing that story, but we're gonna put our own spin on it." And everybody's like, "No, don't do that." So what they, what would they have care been better more about for both references Potter, and
0: um, references and cameos than the actual story, right? And and to me, what would have worked
1: masterfully is you stay away, you stay in the world of Harry Potter, you stay in the world of Star Wars but you tell a completely different story that has nothing to do with the Skywalkers, nothing to do with Harry Potter himself, and this way you can be as creative as you want, and as long as you don't fuck with the actual rules of the magical world for Harry Potter or the way that the Force works in in Star Wars, you can get away with telling any story you want, and then Ryan Johnson would be considered awesome because he's not breaking canon. He's staying within, you know, you can still tell your own story, and everybody's like hey cool this is a whole awesome series
0: as long as you have good characters." speaking of speaking of breaking canon they're like we need to have another cameo who do we put in I know McGonagall and then they have to change her birthday on Pottermore because she was fucking five when that movie was set so why is she teaching you dumbasses? <laughs> They don't the give a fuck. P- and also, like Nagini's you, in you it. Why Why it. did you make Nagini like a, a, a sorry uh, woman? It's like, oh, I'm, I'm a woman and I'm like being tortured and I don't like evil. And I'm like, you work with fucking Voldemort and we cheered when you got your head cut off. That's not good. Thanks, <laughs> Crimes of Grindwald, for making me feel guilty about Neville cutting her fucking head off. What are you doing? Ah. Well, uh, I mean,
1: there's a-
0: there's a parallel in the
1: Star Wars sequels. Of course there is. Making Finn, of course, because Finn was the first time we saw a a uh, stormtrooper as an actual person and then what does he do? Immediately kill stormtroopers with no regrets. And it's
0: like you had it. You had the concept. You could have done so much with it. That and would have been so cool, but you like no nah, who cares. Yep. Anyway, this is this, yep. oh, I hate Crimes of World. The good thing about Crimes of World is that now it doesn't have to exist because we're just doing Pokemon with the Fantastic Beast series. So... <laughs> Pokemon. So he <laughs> okay. like, we can have this, this entire thing. Like there's a wizard circus. Nothing should be happier than a fucking wizard circus. But no, it's all sad. And he's, she's in a cage and everything's terrible. And I'm sad. And everyone's sad. It's all sad. I'm like, fuck you. Be happy. Exactly. You're fucking wizards. See? It thwarts
1: your escapism. Exactly. And then
0: then you can have, like, uh, imagine, like, you you have, imagine uh, Steve Irwin is a wizard. That. Mm -hmm. Do that. That'd be dumb. And I love it. You can still have Eddie Redmayne play Newt Scamander. But Newt Scamander isn't involved in fucking taking down Hitler. He's a zookeeper or something. Okay, I have a question yes um so i've only
1: seen the crimes of wonderwall i didn't watch fantastic beast but i did just watch the uh cinema review of uh fantastic beast to see like what happened um in both movies i don't understand why it's called fantastic beasts and where to find them but then there's a whole it feels like the actual plot of the movies doesn't really it's like there are two movies that they smash together like one is the Uh one you're talking about where it's like there's newt going on with his beast and then there's a whole separate one with like grindelwald wanting to like kill everybody that goes against him because he's gonna eventually be like wizard hitler um why are these two combined why don't they just do two separate Situations. It's like okay, have, so, um, there's enough for Fantastic Beast to be its own story that
0: doesn't have anything to do with Brendel I actually know this. Okay. It's because it's stupid. <laughs> the the um you want Fantastic Beast somewhere to find them because the book they recognize the title. It's like it's a title from uh Hay's textbook, so we need that. But also we want to do fucking Harry Potter again. So let's do that. Also, it was meant to be a trilogy, but then J.K. Rowling is like, I like money, I mean I have more ideas. So it's like five (laughs) movies. Wait, 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 time out. Did you say
1: that this entire prequel situation is based on a book mentioned
0: in the books of Harry Potter? Yeah, so there's a textbook that New Scamander wrote for Harry Potter called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which talks about Fantastic Beasts and their general location. And And that's that's
1: where this entire prequel came from.
0: Yep, I know, it's stupid. But... You can still do- Why didn't do, they do your, your founder's idea? That would have been so much better. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Do that. It's because they um. wanted cameos. But you can also do Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. You can make it fucking Pokemon. Who cares? The founder's idea would be the better one, but you can make it Pokemon because he's like, oh, I've discovered this creature. It's got these habits and like it's attacking me. Oh no, i got to think of a way to, to stop it without hurting it because I'm Mute commander noted author of animal stuff it's really stupid you can have yeah. them go to the you know c- to the circus and do stuff and then this
1: could be like the fantastic beast part could be another series another cartoon series because yeah, you then be- you're not limited yeah. by all the beasts and all of the area all the fantasy areas of the wizarding world that they reside in or like the fantasy elements of the beast you don't have to worry about cgi you can just draw them You're right. (laughs) You're right.
0: Just do Pokemon. Literally, just have him go on adventures and do the thing. Okay, so now, oh my gosh,
1: there's so many.
0: They totally screwed the pooch on this because here's
1: the thing. What is it that both Star Wars and Harry Potter have in common, or at least they should? With um, as far as marketing, the reason why they're marketed towards kids because of merchandise. Yeah. Boys, right? Imagine you have an entire series. You have an entire series with all these adorable beasts. They could have leaned into the Pokemon element and had the freaking Pokemon cards just like Pokemon does, but they'd be Harry Potter wizarding cards, and they could have made trillions of dollars off of this shit if they'd made it a cartoon just like Pokemon, but it was a wizarding cartoon, you know, a wizarding version. And yeah. Commander is like the leader, and his briefcase is
0: how he catches them. And like, there's so much money in this. Why did they do this? Thank you. I it's because, they're tr- I, it's because they're trying to market to like old Harry Potter fans. Harry Potter fans that were there from the beginning. And I'm like, but don't they're do that. Because everybody like knows kids you always for the new kids. You yeah. want to get the
1: next generation hooked because it's, they start now when they're like five, six. Then when they become older, what are they going to do? They're going to read Harry Potter. Now you got another generation hooked on your billion dollar franchise that huh. becomes... A trillion dollar franchise because you just keep hooking the next generation yeah so, so, so you can have thing that they did by not they, doing that
0: oh i love you so yes <laughs> so so you have the founder series which is like for the more adult and teenage audience that are like i want to see like the exactly. history of the thing and then you have fantastic beasts the cartoon which is for children and then they can buy yeah. all the plushies and all the pop vinyls or whatever exactly and collect all the cards and everything and have it on all
1: like you put it on everything pencils backpacks the the only the only beast that they're really selling there's only two beasts that they're selling when they there should be like 50 that's that's my point like every episode he has to catch a new beast now yeah for adults that would get old real quick but watch any cartoon look at pokemon it's the same, like with little kids. Same episode in every episode, but it's a different monster. And kids are like, "Ooh, what's it gonna be next week?" Are you you know, <laughs> I love that.
0: That'd be fun. I would watch the shit exactly. out of that, and, and I like so many plushies.
1: And then you go after the adult audience, making the founder series more so. Like you know, with Harry Potter, how each book was geared towards basically that same audience as they grew. Yeah. Well, you stick with that premise and you make the founder series more adult. So now you have an adult entrance to Harry Potter or to the Wizarding World. You have a teenage entrance with the original Harry Potter books. And then now you have a little kid entrance with the, the Fantastic Beasts. In. Yeah, so basically did. you can hook them as children and then get them all the way through adulthood. Yep. Yeah. Sh- that's totally what they should have done. That
0: would have like that i don't know why they didn't i'm glad you're on board uh and now let's let's talk about um about the video games for a second because the video games suck they're all the there's two uh so okay so the harry potter video games were like originally they were like on the playstation the xbox and the pc and they're like here's harry potter in the series and uh and in going through his year at hogwarts yeah it looks like a bunch of triangles but it's the early 2000s who cares and I'm like, I certainly don't, this is fun, right? And then you got the Lego games. Lego games were great. They were amazing because, um, because they're Lego. So they had like tons of jokes and they had in jokes and it's like, and you could play as all the different characters. You can collect all the characters and then you can play as them. And you can play as like, a, a, as Bellatrix and just murder people. You can use the Avada spell and because it's Lego, who cares? You can just murder <laughs> everyone. And I'm like, I'm on board. So I love the Lego <laughs> games, but the second, there I was afraid you were going to say because you love murdering people. Uh, that too, I wasn't going to mention yeah. that. So, um, so you have I, I love Lego games, and then and then you have um, the there's two mobile games, and they both suck. It's like, hey, what if we did you know Pokemon Go? How that's a, a thing that exists. What if we do that with wizards? Will people care? Apparently not. No one plays it. I don't play it. I tried it once and then I'm like, Pokemon Go, but worse. Thanks for that, (laughs) dumbasses. And then they have uh, Hogwarts Mysteries, which is essentially exactly the same uh, story as Harry Potter, except that it involves your character. So, like, be happy. Are you happy? No? Well, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) It's a dumb, dumb game. Both of them are dumb. And then I started playing a, a game called Wizard 101, which is an online game where you play a wizard and, like, if that had a, a, a Harry Potter skin instead of, like, their one, it would be making all the money. It's already – so that game, was it 101, is, like, you play a kid that, is, that joins, like, a, a, a house of, like, life, death or whatever, and then you focus your spells based on your house. And then you have to defeat uh, – but you're the chosen one and you have to defeat an evil wizard that's related that has a connection to one of your to a teacher that doesn't like you it's harry potter but but yeah a, a video game so harry potter just do that what are you doing they've been doing this for 10 years do you know how long your story's been around at least that long do the fucking game make a multiplayer online game where you join ravenclaw slytherin hufflepuff or gryffindor And then you fucking do the thing. Have it randomly sorted so that a quarter of your players are in each house. And then they complete quests. They go to lessons. They they defeat bad guys. And then you can earn points for your house, which is on like a worldwide leaderboard. And then if your house wins, then you get like prizes or whatever. That. That Yeah, do that as a game instead of fucking Hogwarts Mysteries. A a thing that's barely a game.
1: I feel like the best thing that a game would do would be to make you feel like you're part of that environment. So, like like you said, like, put you make it so that you are first year Harry Potter, like, you, when you enter the game you're a first year student at Hogwarts. And it would be really cool if, like, the Harry Potter storyline was happening in the background. Oh, that but would be cool. So you're kind of like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, where it's like you're interacting with the story, but you're not in that, you're not, like, the story isn't the story that you're part of you just see the elements of it in the background that'd so be really like by funny. the time you get to like whatever level down it's like oh did you hear blah 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 event that happened like all the news is going all around but you don't actually know harry potter you know you're that'd just a funny. student in the school that'd be really funny i love yeah. it yeah do that okay so the do real do question it. is why are we not the ones who are developing these?
0: i mean yeah just it, it would be, it's so easy in retrospect to be like, just do all these things. And, but like, also you you have, you can hire people. To do stuff. J.K. Rowling is writing this crap on Twitter. Don't write on Twitter, write a book. Yeah. I'd buy a new book Buy J.K. Rowling about Harry Potter. It'd be better than like okay. having her name on like some fan fiction. Yeah. Or, you know, it would be really
1: cool. Instead of having her name on it, for her to green light, like a um not a choose your own adventure but kind of like do you remember the choose your own adventure books where it's like there are a bunch of different stories inside one book but they all kind of have to do with the same overall story have that happen where she basically amasses a bunch of fan fiction but really really good fan fiction that doesn't break the harry potter canon and have her like green light it by being on the cover of the book and being like yeah this this these stories are now canon i mean like that would be cool
0: I don't like that. I would I would like it if she highlighted fan fiction, and, but didn't make it canon, but was like, I like this fan fiction. But well, it, I mean in lieu of going on Twitter and changing the canon? No, I just don't want her to have Twitter. I'd also uh, ban her from Twitter.
1: <laughs> just like burn that to the ground. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't want her to be in charge of canon anymore. <laughs> but
1: you, okay, you can't take it away
0: from her. It's her story. I know, but it reminds me of the people versus George Lucas. She's like, changing she it like on a whim. She's like, I want like I want to have the cameo from uh from McGonagall. It doesn't matter that I said that she was working there for in uh for 35 years. Uh so it would be in the sixties where she started working. I don't care. I'm JK Rowling. Give me money. Okay, so this brings up an actually an interesting talking
1: point which is when does the work that someone creates no longer belong to them and it belongs to the fans
0: there's a um uh, there's a book called the fault now stars by john green and um it, there's an author in that who um is who wrote about a cancer a kid with cancer because his daughter had cancer and so when mm-hmm. um when the main character uses um her boyfriend uses his one wish from the Make-A-Wish Foundation to um, go and visit this author and he's an alcoholic and a recluse and is like, I don't want to answer your stupid question about the book. I've read, I've written the book. That's it. There is no story after that. And I'm like, he's a prick, but I get it. So to me, canon is, if it was written in the books, in the seven Harry Potter books, it's canon and everything else is just like extra stuff. But when it belongs to the fans, I don't know. I, I, there's a podcast called Harry Potter, the Sacred Text, which is um, these people read a chapter of Harry Potter and then discuss it without the context of, um, Im, like, imagine that it wasn't a mistake. This one thing wasn't a mistake. It was on purpose. What does that mean? Which is, I think is an interesting way to read the books without context or like the wider world but hmm. w- when it starts belonging to her maybe maybe at the point where she changes the stuff uh to make money or when she decided that they didn't have toilets <laughs> so it, was like, okay. the, it was definitely the toilet okay, thing Joe, go home you're drunk <laughs> yeah as soon as i as soon as i read that i'm like i'm just gonna unfollow her i don't need to follow her i have her books i don't need her <laughs> toilet thing why
1: did she come up? Why did she say that? Like, what what prompted that? Was she part of a larger discussion, nope. or was
0: it just like a word fart? It was on a whim. That's the problem. It's like uh, the fans want to know everything about fucking Harry Potter, and then she has to continue. So she's continuously thinking about Harry Potter and all stuff because she tried to write another other books, and they weren't as successful. She wrote a book Which called Because Yeah. The what. She wrote a book called The Casual Vacancy, and it was fine. I I appreciate the um, – there was a news report that came out for that, and it's like – and they made it sound like uh, she wasn't the most famous author of all time because it's like uh, she started off in this small town in in, uh, England, and now she's uh, releasing a book. And I'm like, she wrote Harry Potter. She wrote Harry Potter (laughs) – And it's not amazing that it sold out, even though it was shitty. Because she wrote Harry Potter. And so after that, she's like, oh, no one cares about anything I have to do unless it's Harry Potter related. So I'm going to always be on Twitter, going to always have, going to be running a website where I talk about stuff. I'm going to uh, answer questions and I'm not going to be writing any more books. And that's the problem. Like, um, you know, Hunger Games, you love Hunger Games. So... The author of Hunger Games is writing new books. She's Oh writing. yeah, she had, she she had, had Suzanne the, Collins. Yeah, that's the Before right idea.
1: Games, she had a whole series of books that didn't really, like they were, they did pretty well with kids, but they didn't take off the way Hunger Games. And now she's doing another series of books that are, I think, geared toward teenagers as well.
0: Yeah, but they I think they're for Hunger Games. They're like based in that world. And so she's, she gets it. She's an author of books, not the script. And the fact that they let J.K. Rowling write the script and everyone's like, that was a bad idea.
1: Well, okay. To be fair, she gave up a hand in writing the scripts. I mean, yeah. Suzanne Collins, if if you look at the, um, what was it? I think it was for the first Hunger Games. It was for Hunger Games. She is
0: like a co-writer of the script for Hunger Games. I mean, being a co-writer makes sense for an author because you can have her be a co-writer and then because she's like, okay, make sure that like this happens and um, I'll add this dialogue because this dialogue makes sense. That stuff's fine. But J.K. Rowling is basically a solo writer on those scripts and she has no writing experience and can tell.
1: I don't remember, so I do know that, like, the second and third, the second, third, and fourth film, she had less, yeah, she is a co-writer, she's one of three in the first movie, Um, and in the second movie, I think it was just, she just has the story by credit, she didn't actually get the credit for writing, but um, she did give her hand, you know, have a hand in it, um, but you're right, she knows, like, she's, like, yeah, this is the, I'm, I'm a writer for novels, which does not translate at all to being a writer for scripts.
0: Yeah, and and one of uh, Jacob Rowling's biggest uh, flaws as a writer of novels is that, is editing. She, she doesn't like cutting stuff. She thinks everything is important. The first three books are the shortest ones because the publisher was like, make them shorter. And then by the time those three were super successful it's like okay we've made like a gazillion dollars so you can basically write whatever you want <laughs> and so yeah, she- and that's,
1: <clears throat> and that's what i find funny about suzanne collins like going back to hunger games she helped write hunger games which is the least the least um ad- adapted of or not adapted but like accurate it has yeah the least it has the least info from the books whereas the second and third and fourth ones have like the third and fourth I can only think of, like, three things that are not in the movies that are in the books. Like, each movie, they get closer and closer to the actual, like, almost word for word for the book. Like, as a matter of fact, the ending of Mockingjay, Mockingjay Part 2, that is almost literally word for word from the book. So it's like, so when Suzanne Collins was in it, she was like, she actually allowed them to, to throw out more than when she wasn't part of the screenplay process. And they were like, no, nah, we're going to keep, we're going to bring in more of this book. What they took out or that they, they didn't have included was Haymitch. Um, they had Hamish's backstory is, in the first book, there's a lot that they left out. Um, Like where she got the and J-Pan, and blah, blah, blah. But um, in the second one and the rest of them, like in the second one, the main thing that they took out was Hamish's story, his backstory w- in dealing with the Hunger Games and why he's the Raging alcoholic. Healer. In the third and fourth, they really just, they kind of flipped. Effie and um and Flavius and Octavio because um in the movies they they kind of pumped up Effie whereas the books they didn't and Effie was not really a part of um of Mockingjay uh, that much she was in it but not really as much as like Flavius and Octavia. so I really I, like
0: I, I like that um that they a are accurate, but B no when to change stuff. And I respect movies that are like we know no to change stuff. Do you know? Um, in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, um, the Goblet of Fire isn't the only the Goblet of Fire isn't the prize. The Triwizard Cup isn't the only prize. There's also like a thousand galleon prize money, right? Damn. And that was left out of the uh, out of the movie for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Okay. Uh, But it's important that Harry has that prize money because he gives it to Fred and George to start their joke shop. So in the fifth movie they have a joke shop even though they're poor. Like Everyone's banging on about how poor everyone is but apparently they can just afford a joke shop randomly. Harry gives him the fucking prize money because he's like, I don't want to take this blood money. Cedric died. I feel guilty all the time about everything. Plus... Like I already have money, and like I want you guys to have your stupid joke shop, so that we have like happiness. And so you have Fred and George running a joke shop with Harry's money because Harry basically invested in their business, and so they open a joke shop, and it's adorable. Fred and George are are Ron's brothers, right? Yeah, they're Ron's better brothers. Better brothers. (laughs) Yeah. So Fred and George are great because because oh, I love Fred and George. Fred and George are like. They don't get much in the way of page time, but when they show up, they're, like, they're constantly on Ron about being nicer to, to Molly. It's like, hey, you have your own stupid itchy sweater. Put it on. Also, we're going down for Christmas dinner, for Christmas breakfast, because it's Christmas. Go spend it with family. Wearing your dumb jumper. Put it on. And you think, I hate Marina. I'm like, shut up, Ron. She knitted that for you, you bastard. Who was Molly is um, Ron's and friend George's mother. So their mother uh, knitted them sweaters, hmm. and, and, and Percy and uh, Ron were ungrateful little bastards. I mean,
1: is it kind of like the Christmas story thing, where like you know, it's like a big Easter bunny, and they
0: look ridiculous. They they, they have they they have letters that are their names. Like their names, they have the letters. So Ron's got an R. Uh, Percy uh, has got a. Uh, P on his friend and George have F and G in one of the books she knits Harry a sweater that has a snitch on it and I'm like oh you're adorable and then he she and then for his 17th birthday she made him a cake snake shaped like a snitch and I'm like oh you're like the best mother I want a stupid sweater i would be adorable okay Mm, Molly's great Molly basically, since the uh, the Dursleys were abusive assholes, Molly basically adopts Harry th- from the second book onward. Oh, that's
1: good. And okay. uh,
0: one of the, oh. one of the things that the books do, which I respect, is that for the first two books, the the Dursleys are the most uh, are terrible, awful, no good people, and then in the third book. Um, in the third book, uh, Harry tells them that Sirius Black is his godfather, and Sirius Black is on the Muggle news for being a murderer. And he fails to mention the fact that he's a murderer. So in the first book, they're, they're really assholes. And then in the second book, he he fails to mention that they could do magic outside of school. Uh, so he pretends to curse Dudley all the time. And <laughs> and then in the third, and then when they figure that out in the third book. Um, He's he basically uses Sirius as a way to be like, Sirius is a uh Sirius the murderer on your news is my godfather and I can just write to him. So he uh, so every time Vernon Desley does anything he doesn't like, he's like, Yeah, okay, I just gotta write a uh, letter to Sirius, just real quick. Uh <laughs> so that's funny. And then in the fifth book, uh, and then at the end of the fourth book, Voldemort's back, and so the Dursleys are basically irrelevant, except for the fact that um, that Dudley got attacked by a Dementor, so that improved their relationship somewhat. And by that I mean that he basically ignores him for two years, and then he's like, maybe I should do something nice for Harry. <laughs> okay. It's I I like I like that it's subtle and it's not really focused on until the the Deathly Hallows, but I like. I like that she's like, oh, I probably, since they're going to be around for the entire series, maybe I should stop them from being like terrible. Yeah, they're kind of dicks. Yeah. The, a lot of fan I mean, fiction is basically them uh, having to deal with wizards threatening to call Child Protective Service because he lives in a I fucking don't... cupboard. What the fuck is wrong with these people?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, why don't they just, you know, call?
0: Why so, don't they just let Harry
1: live at Hogwarts year round? Why does he have to go back to. The
0: dumbasses uh, uh it's because of uh lily's protection so lily has like this blood protection because of uh because uh voldemort was going to let her live so the spell like the the magic is protecting harry now because voldemort was like i'll let you live if, if you like let me kill harry and she's like no and then she's like and he's like all right, whatever, Uh, I've I've got to kill you, cool, all right, Uh, he's already dead, so, like, I'm gonna kill you now, sick, and then he did, and then he couldn't, because of Lily's love magic, love conquers all, but also murders people, love murders people, (laughs) Voldemort, specifically. Okay, so, but what does that have to do with him living with assholes? So, um, Lily's blood magic has to be, like, reinforced, and so since Petunia was Lily's sister, he has to go there at least once a year.
1: Okay, none of that makes any sense. I know First of it's all, a really, why really it have to be reinforced. Second of all, she's an asshole who pretty much hates him, so how the hell is that reinforcing it? If anything, wouldn't that be making it weaker? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, you'd think. Anyway. You just gotta go right past that. <laughs> you know what's even worse? You like it's fucking Hogwarts. Oh, God. You don't need yeah, blood magic. It's fucking like Hogwarts. That. What Death Eater is gonna storm well, Lucius, but what Death Eater is gonna storm into Hogwarts and then just kill Harry? And then think that they can walk away. That's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't it have been safer for him? Not only
1: does he not have a, like does he does he live with like essentially human monsters with mm-hmm. the Dursleys, but so why can't he just live there? And also his family has money, right? His parents uh, yeah. have some money, his, so he doesn't his, have to worry about parents, it. His parents so, made a fortune selling hair care products. Okay, so I'm not seeing the th- situation here. Why is yeah. it when he was saved, what, what, his 12th birthday? Why did he ever go back to the Dursleys? Why didn't he just live in, like the, what is it, Hogsmeade or whatever the hell yeah. it's called? Yeah, the, the you live in Hogsmeade. Place? Why you did he the rest of his life? You can, yeah. Yeah. I don't understand and the
0: explanations you're giving make actually less sense than just asking the, 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 just the question already like when is this? Do you know there's, there's, okay so um this isn't canon so the reason that um that it uh that he has to keep living with the Dursleys is because shut up but the, <laughs> there's a great reason in a fan fiction okay. called Best Revenge where Snape goes to the Dursleys and like well this is bullshit fuck you guys I'm gonna protect Harry, gotta go to Dumbledore first. So like you guys just stay here in this locked room while asleep. All right, cool, bye. So he goes to Dumbledore and he's like, and Dumbledore's like, because love. And Stephen's like, okay, hold on a second. That's stupid. For one, no, secondly, there's absolutely no way that like the protection is working like that. And secondly, like he's gonna be hurt or killed by the Dursleys at some point. So like, fuck you, no. And Dumbledore is like, all right, fine. It's not the love thing. I just thought that that would work but it's because of the the blood purity so if like so harry's closest living relatives are the dursleys but other than that there's like everyone is related to everyone in the wizarding world and the malfoys are technically related to the potters so if he didn't live with the dursleys he couldn't live with the weasleys because of the blood purity being so important blood being so important or whatever so it's getting dumber it's getting dumber it's a fan explanation because the thing is dumb. It's dumb. All right. I, I let it go because like there's more stuff to it, but like it's dumb. It, I, I want you to know that I know. None of that explains why he can't just stay at Hogwarts year round. Oh,
1: he's, if he can stay at Hogwarts during the school year, which is nine months out of 12. Why can't he stay there? The other few it, it doesn't, this doesn't make any sense. He doesn't in the first movie. He doesn't go home for Christmas, which means obviously in every movie he go doesn't go home
0: for Christmas. So why can't he just fucking stay there? I <laughs> mean, every I, time you explain it, it gets worse. The reason is
1: that's it. There we go. That's all because reasons. Like that's why did he got. stay at Hogwarts? That's exactly my point. Could he got to just every say every Hogwarts. It gets dumber. <laughs> I'm like, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. I'm so angry. Because the whole thing is that he was saying is love spell, right? Okay, right. so his mom died pouring all of her love into him. That should last him a lifetime. Why um, does it need to be recharged? Because, I mean, you make up. You created the world. You don't have to create
0: artificial limitations that don't make any damn sense. Well, it's because the reason is, here's the real reason. The reason is she wanted him to stay with the Dursleys and to have like... Uh, what? Some, why? Because, man, I don't know. Because she wanted to have like this thing with Petunia Dursley where it's revealed that she was actually super jealous of Lily and that's why she hates magic. And I'm like, well... A flashback could have done that. Yeah, a flashback did do that. So then what the hell was the... Po- <laughs> Again, every explanation we
1: come back to that doesn't explain why he couldn't have just stayed at Hogwarts. The thing with... Which makes holes, more sense because he would have been safer. The,
0: the thing is that apparently love magic is more, uh, is more powerful than fucking Hogwarts, which has got so much protection on it and so many teachers that, like, it's silly.
1: Doesn't Dumbledore love Harry as his own? Isn't that why Dumbledore, oh, like, does all the shit Oh, absolutely not.
0: What? No way. Harry, no. Dumbledore is like, I need Harry to die at some point. And I'm not going to tell him or Snape because then Snape and Harry will be like, no, fuck you. Okay, but, so then doesn't Snape love him more? No, Snape Because he was him. the
1: one who was, like, the – wasn't he, like, a, C, a double agent?
0: Yeah, but he was but, really for but Harry, Harry. The time. He hates Harry. He's like, oh, well, fuck me. I guess I, uh, I love Lily, so I've got to protect Harry because Dumbledore tricked me into it. But, like, I still hate him. Look at him. He's arrogant. He's stupid. He looks like his father. It's mainly the fact that he looks like his father. But, like, he's like, I don't give a fuck about uh, okay. Molly Again. loves Harry. You, now Molly, Molly, too. Molly, and Sirius love Harry. So then, why don't they stay? Let him keep on. So does Hagrid. You can stay with Hagrid. Hagrid lives at Hogwarts in his stupid hut. Yeah. Also, he and lives he in a hut. You know, obviously baby. have spare rooms. So yeah, we're right back to that original question. If, okay. Every explanation brings us right back. <laughs> so if he stayed at Hogwarts, he could stay with Hagrid. Hagrid can you know, he can put a fucking undetectable expansion charm on his hut. Add some more rooms, and then also, there's
1: there's also the fact that and he could be protected. If you think about it from a the story world. perspective, wouldn't it be more interesting to see the misadventures Harry gets on without his friends around that don't yeah. have anything to do with? They can be like a subplot that have nothing to do with like the main Voldemort Voldemort story. I mean, it's rather a different, than seeing him getting treated like shit by
0: his aunt and uncle. Well, the thing is that like i said throughout the series that they basically less and less relevant which makes it even worse which, that again, he's not staying in Hogwarts. Then why
1: were they relevant beyond the first book in the first place they could have been introduced in the first book as assholes and then it's like oh sweet he's saved from that now he's in the magical world
0: yeah and then after that after he feels safe in there it could turn and then you have the uh, and then you have the third book where it's like, no, you're not safe in Hogwarts anymore because Sirius Black is going to be a fucking—he's um, uh, a serial killer and he's after you, probably. Well, I mean, we think so. And then in the—and then it turns out that he isn't safe there, and he still can't live with uh, Sirius because everyone thinks that he's a murderer. But he stays at Hogwarts because it's safer there, or he stays with the fucking Weasleys because they're also protective. Right, so there's so many options. Do you know Dumbledore has the Order of the Phoenix? I'm willing to bet you like a thousand dollars that if he if he asks, one of them could like be protecting Harry at the Burrow. Because the entire point is that the entire point is that like no Death Eater can hurt Harry um, while he's got the protective magic on him. But there are so many other things that could protect Harry, like the Weasleys and a couple of auras could protect him. And it's not like, like these major Death Eaters so are have, so running around. Voldemort's, uh, b- Voldemort's basically smoke. Um, the, there's Death Eaters uh, the Death Eaters that are most, um, the most dangerous is Lucius who doesn't want to kill Harry because then he'd be revealed to be a Death Eater. And, is that Draco's um, father? Yeah. Lucius okay. Malfoy is a Death Eater and he got away with it despite the fact that he tried to murder Harry uh, Ginny. So- and a bunch of others. What's a Death
1: Eater? Because I hear it a lot, and I don't, like I said, I didn't pay any attention. Uh, Voldemort's
0: followers are called Death Eaters. Voldemort's followers aren't, it's like, it's like his inner circle. It's like, if you do this important thing for me, I'll make you a Death Eater. And they're like, fucking sweet. But what is a Death Eater? What do they do? Uh, What are their powers? They're basically Nazis. They're Nazis.
1: So they don't have any, like, extra special powers or anything? Because I hear Death Eater, and I think, like, Oh, they can like eat your soul or something. But no, no it's you're thinking of dementals.
0: Dementals eat souls.
1: Death eaters. Well, die. I mean, Death Eater is also, a much better. Th- they totally screwed the pooch on these names. A Death Eater sounds like somebody that eats your soul, and a Dementor sounds like, oh, I'm a demented person following this dude. Switch so uh, the terms.
0: Just so we're clear, I keep, uh, when I was reading the books, I kept mistaking Dementals and Death Eaters literally all the time
1: exactly you know why because switch the terms Uh because a dementor it sounds like a demented person who may follow an ideologue like say a nazi
0: what does a death eater sound like sounds like somebody that can eat your soul i mean that's the point um voldemort wanted to destroy death he wanted to become immortal so he named the death eaters after like people that can destroy death
1: yeah but if you were an author wouldn't you be like hey these guys
0: they're demented. I would pronounce dementors. I mean, I guess, but I w- would want to come up with a with a uh, a fictional name for Deathy. Maybe the Latin term for Deathy, because Latin is very important as spells go. Well, a whole thing. wouldn't you
1: accidentally be saying like doing that? Like that reminds me of that tweet that somebody was like they were pronouncing the names of IKEA furniture and they summoned the demon. <laughs>
0: That's cute. Oh. It's a whole thing. Um, so, yeah, some bits of Harry Potter are stupid. Everything J.K. Rowling tweets is stupid. Um, and while, like, some things don't make sense, the fact that it's still beloved by people, including me, shows how good these, uh, these books are and how bad Fantastic Beasts was, also some of the movies. Like, like in couple of Fire, there's a fucking maze... And the scary thing about the maze in the movie is the fact that it's kind of windy. <laughs> in the book, there's like a boggart, which shows your, your uh, greatest fear. And uh, there's a fucking sphinx that's like, if you answer these riddles, I probably won't eat you. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Also, they, they do the hair. And the hair looks like it's like super um, dumb. What hair? The hair in Goblet of Fire looks like it was made in precisely 2004 between March and April and nowhere else. Okay, it's, that's it's, it extremely
1: specific.
0: It, ins, it instantly dates the entire movie to 2004 instead of the early 90s when between it was Between March and April. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was really dumb. It's a dumb decision. Okay. It was dumb hair. Fucking get a haircut, all of you. Also, okay. they, the, Also, the sixth book is probably worse. Uh, because they are like, Hey, you know, this book where we're learning all about Voldemort and everyone else. What if instead of doing that, we have we focus all of our energy on Ron and Lavender Brown dating? Who's Lavender Brown? I don't know. Someone he someone Ron dates before Hermione. We should focus an entire movie around their stupid love story instead of Voldemort. Who's Voldemort? Who cares? We got we got love story now. And I'm like, Fuck you, (laughs) fuck you movie don't ruin my favorite book you dumbasses. okay then so yeah <laughs> so anyway uh that's i i love the fact that we got to do Harry Potter next week we're gonna do Star Wars um what uh, do you
1: think? next week is a little different
0: okay guess what next week will be what's gonna be next week my birthday
1: happy birthday yeah in, 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 okay <laughs> Well, I guess it is your my birthday in the future where Ooh. you live. Yeah, it was fun. It's a good party. Yeah, so, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so next week will be a bit of a mystery episode, maybe because I don't know if I want to do the Star Wars rewrite for my birthday. I mean, I okay, I talk,
0: you can um, you can do whatever you want. It is your birthday. You know what I? You know what I
1: kind of feel like talking about? What's that? Because I mean, when do I not? <laughs> What? You have to say it like that because it's it. The word is literally, you know, it's a marvelous word. So you have to marvel at the name. Do you want to talk about that the
0: that? MCU? Uh, I want to talk about we...
1: anything. I want, actually. You know what? I might just talk about action, adventure, sci-fi. Because there's one thing I learned about myself that I was uh I was checking through like different genres on TV one day, and I noticed that like, I thought that my my favorite genre would be either comedy or action. That's not true. My genre is sci-fi. Fun. So which wow. explains why I like Star Wars and, uh, and Marvel. But um, yeah, we don't, we don't really talk about a lot of sci-fi. Aside from Star Wars, we don't really talk a lot about, you know, just random sci-fi. So maybe we'll do that. Maybe it'll be Marvel because, you know, it'll probably be Marvel. We'll probably talk about Marvel. <laughs> we'll Marvel definitely talk about up. Marvel at some point.
0: It will happen. We've already talked about Marvel,
1: but it's not over.
0: Marvel doesn't. <laughs> it'll, it'll never be over. Even though we literally talked about Endgame. That's not the end.
1: Um, that, no, well, okay. Endgame for you was the end of Marvel. But for Marvel, that was a jumping off point. They're like, okay, we got that done. Oh, by the way, Marvel actually did the very thing that we were talking about in this, where it's like, once you finish with like your original canon, you move on to the next thing. That's what Endgame was. Endgame was like, okay, all of the phases prior to this, they're done. Now we're moving on. We're going to do some other shit. So don't ask about Thanos anymore.
0: He's dead and gone. We're moving on. I mean, good. I respect that. Also, if they don't bring back Captain America and Iron Man, I'd respect it a lot. I don't think they're
1: going to because, uh, well, Captain America will be back, but in the form of Falcon. Which, I mean, again, works uh,
0: from the comics, um, so it's not like straying from the source material. That's not what I mean. I mean, Steve Rogers as Captain America, right. if someone else takes on their mantles, like if someone else becomes Iron Man and, uh, or Iron Woman or whatever, and Captain America, that's cool. Do that. But not Steve Rogers. Steve yeah. Rogers had his arc, and he's done now. Yeah.
1: Um, well, he'll be in like the What If series, but it'll be different, because the What If series is like, it's literally what it sounds like. Like, what if... Peggy Carter became became Captain Britain instead of Steve Rogers becoming Captain America. I have so read so Ed many
0: animated series. I huh? mean, I've read so many What If comics. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna okay. be um,
1: it's cartoons based on that that's gonna be on Disney Plus. But as far as the movies, Steve Rogers, Captain America is done. Same okay. with Tony Stark's Iron Man.
0: Let's so instead of that, let's uh, let's either we'll either be doing Marvel or, uh, or action-adventure sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, I'm excited. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll bring a picture of the cake. Follow us on all the things.
1: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. One of us will be there. Which one? It's a mystery.
0: Links in the description. Until next time, goodbye. Peace.